On the Choose to Think podcast, I will encourage and empower you to engage and optimize your best thought life in practical, meaningful ways so that you can live day by day in joy, peace, and God's purpose despite all externals. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hey there, everybody. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. Or if this is your first time tuning in, I am so glad that you're here. I'm really off script at the moment, and by that, I mean I'm just talking and sharing candidly. Here we are just a week or so before Christmas, maybe, what, 10 days, and or very close by the time this airs, and I'm sure if you're like I am, you're now in that last minute mad dash to make sure you have all the gifts that you plan to buy and to make sure that all your preparations are ready and you're together and you have your lists made and you're just ready to welcome folks into your home, hopefully family, or maybe you're even preparing to travel. And I know that it's a hectic time. So the mere fact that you're tuning in just means the world to me because I know you're busy and I know you have a lot of things to do on your get to do list. So thank you so much for pressing play on on another episode of the Choose to Think podcast. You know, my head is just swirling with all kinds of things and I like to picture you and I sitting down together just maybe face to face in a cafe having a cup of coffee and just chatting about everything that's going on in our lives and I've just sometimes do you ever just feel so blessed that you can hardly stand it you feel like you're just gonna pop right out of your skin or something and Often that's the way I feel and this morning I had the wonderful privilege of going to the Iron Bell with a dear friend of mine and if you don't live in the Lexington or Louisville area you're thinking well what is the Iron Bell? So the Iron Bell is a well it's like a ministry center I guess we would call it and it's on the east side of Louisville so it doesn't take me very long to get there from where I live and it's tucked away it's a building a structure that's tucked away down a little lane off of a side road in Louisville and it it has a very idyllic atmosphere there there's a stream nearby and a cascading kind of a waterfall open land beautifully landscaped with some fencing and it's almost like a barn structure in a way I love the way the owners which is a husband and wife team I love the way they have actually decorated the inside of the iron bell it's just so beautiful and that's one word I would use to describe it but the other is so peaceful I've been a couple times the last couple of weeks and they have an open worship time on Wednesdays, every Wednesday from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. During that time, someone comes on, usually around 9 o'clock. And by the way, you can actually go to their Facebook page and they live stream their Wednesday service. It usually starts around 9 and maybe it goes to 9.30. And that would be live music. And it's not like people are really singing or anything like that. It's not like a worship service per se that you might 
be involved in at your church where everyone stands and sings and you have the worship leader, that sort of thing. This is more of a time for reflection and prayer, meditation. I always get the box of Kleenexes near me because generally when I walk into that that atmosphere, it is so peaceful. And that's the word I think I would use over anything else. And, you know, here I go with my, I have to watch my tears even now. But I think of how Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And I think of how God says that we need to take a Sabbath. We need to rest. We need to slow down. And to me, that's a lot of what the Iron Bell actually offers. It's this sanctuary off the beaten track where you can go and just unplug and really soak in God's presence. He is so, it's so apparent there. You're not tempted to go to your phone or do, you know, there's no computer, even though I have brought my laptop before because I'm writing, but sometimes I'm just journaling and people come and go during those four hours. It is just the most pleasant time. It's an experience, but it makes me think of how that kind of peace we have, we can actually kind of get because we have the spirit within us and God is Emmanuel. He is with us all the time, 24-7-365. And He's a God of peace. Often in my life when things feel kind of cattywampus and just out of sorts and I'm tempted to say I'm overwhelmed. I don't like to use that word because it's a showstopper in your brain. Your brain goes into shutdown mode. But sometimes we feel like we have a lot going on, right? But God is a God of peace. And I know when I'm feeling out of sorts that I probably need to pull away go away and be with my Heavenly Father and take time to just talk to Him, to allow my mind to settle, to allow all the things that are going on in my head to kind of just fall to the wayside. And like Mary and Martha, like Mary did, she sat down at Jesus' feet. That's kind of what I realized that I need to do. And going to the Iron Bell is just an intentional way of doing that. You don't have to travel anywhere to do that. You can do that right now, today. You can steal away. And even during this hectic, busy, bustling time of the year, and you can get away with your Heavenly Father because He is a God of peace. Even Jesus said, peace, I leave with you. And peace on earth, goodwill toward men, right? That's a Christmas song even. You've heard it over the radio waves and on Pandora and Spotify. You're listening to Christmas carols. You're hearing that. I would invite you, like I did today, to just stop, to slow down, and to allow God to fill your cup, to fill up your soul where you're thirsty, where you're hungry. The Word says to open wide your mouth and He will fill it. And where your soul is just thirsting for the Lord, like a deer is panting for water. You see so many deer nowadays, right? They're on Christmas cards and and it's deer season actually when you know we're hunting deer, but 
Anyway, just thinking of deer and them longing for satisfaction, longing for that water to quench their thirst. That's what God offers us. And that's one of the prayers that I have for you as you're tuning in. I would just encourage you to steal away with God and to rest at his feet and allow him to fill your cup. For me, when I come back from being there, and really intentional about driving all the way there and then sitting there for four hours. I mean, I have to leave midway at six o'clock just to sit there. It is such a, a time of refreshing and restoration. When I was there this morning, um, my friend and I were reading from a Timothy Keller book and it's called Hidden Christmas, The Surprising Truth Behind the Birth of Christ. Actually, I'm not sure when I even got this book or where I got it. Let me see what the year it was published was probably, if I can find it, I'm looking now, it was um, 2018 it looks like. So it's been on my shelf and I just grabbed it this morning as we were going because there's a lot of time and sometimes I read, sometimes I study the scriptures, the Psalms, things like that. But this morning we were reading from this book, and I thought it would be such a great time to share this one passage. It's talking about how a light has dawned, and this would be talking about Christ, the birth of Christ, and how how Christmas is actually real. And Tim Keller is writing about the meaning of light, how the sun gives us life, how the sun shows us the truth, how the sun is beautiful and then he goes into the dawning of light talking about how a great light has appeared referring of course to Christ and I'm reading now from the like the very first chapter page 14 here of the book Dr. Keller writes if God has really been born in a manger then we have something that no other religion even claims to have. It's a God who truly understands you from the inside of your experience. There's no other religion that says God has suffered, that God had to be courageous, that he knows what it is like to be abandoned by friends, to be crushed by injustice, to be tortured and die. Christmas shows he knows what you are going through. When you talk to him, he understands, end quote. And that really made me think of our psalm for today, which is Psalm 13. It was penned by David. And sometimes we interpret events in our lives as strikes against our relationship with God. Now hang with me for a second. For example, we get a flat tire. We lose our keys. We take a fall on the pickleball court. We open our car door and the gusty wind slams it against the car next to us, damaging both cars. We stand in the longest checkout line at Kroger at the end of the day, wondering why God isn't showing up showing up to speed things along. We serve our family till we're blue in the face and we wonder when our quote paycheck is going to come in. Now we all know these types of feelings. We may even feel forgotten by God. We think God is not tending to us as we think he should. We agonize in our souls over an issue, trying to find the answers. And sorrow may even be settling so deeply in our hearts. 
her husband has a terminal disease and you know he spent his life serving God from the pulpit and we think wait surely the enemy is winning this battle we all face earthly situations like Job like David that really try our intellect and our minds and King David was no different I'd like to read to you Psalm 13 and as I'm reading it, you're going to see how there's a moment in the psalm where David pivots. You've heard this first line, I'm quite certain. It's, how long, Lord? How long, Lord? Will you forget me forever? How long, Lord? And you in your life may be thinking right now, how long, Lord? How long? How long, You may feel forgotten by God. You may feel anxious in your soul. You may have such sorrow in your heart. And we could list a gazillion scenarios where that might be the case for you. And you may be thinking, how long does this have to go on? How long will I suffer? And that's what David was saying. And he finally stopped and he said, you know, consider and answer me. You are my Lord. You are my God. Tell me, tell me, answer me, tell me how long this is going on. And then, of course, we, you know, we address the enemy, right? The enemy comes in and, and it appears that the enemy has overtaken us. Maybe the adversaries say something about our situation. But here's the pivot where David says, but, but. So I want you to listen to the but that occurs in this six verse psalm and it's toward the end of course and listen to what David says he's going to do after he says this agonizing how long Lord so let's listen together to Psalm 13 Psalm 13 the NASB version how long Lord Will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long am I to feel anxious in my soul, with grief in my heart all the day? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes, or I will sleep the sleep of death. And my enemy will say, I have overcome him and my adversaries will rejoice when I am shaken. But I have trusted in your faithfulness. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has looked after me. And this is the word of the Lord. So did you get those deliberate mental action items that David took as he concluded this song? to the Lord? Number one, he declared he would trust in God's loving kindness and mercy. He pivoted his thoughts to a place of eternal security, and he found a little peace and rest there, no doubt. Number two, he rejoiced in this salvation. God had saved him before, and he would save him now out of this agonizing waiting and all the how longing, if you will, that he was doing. And number three, 
he would sing because God had dealt so beautifully with him. He remembered who God was and how God was and how God was characterized. And you know, this really is a recipe for demonstrating gratitude, no matter how long the answers to your prayers may be delayed. We trust, we rejoice, and we sing. I also want to read to you another passage from the Timothy Keller book that I read early on, Hidden Christmas. And it's continuing the passage, and it's an echo of what we just read in the psalm. And I hope that this encourages your heart as much as it did mine. Timothy Keller is actually quoting Dorothy Sayers, who was a British essayist and novelist. And she said this years ago, quote, The incarnation means that for whatever reason God chose to let us fall, to suffer, to be subject to sorrows and death, he has nonetheless had the honesty and the courage to take his own medicine. He can exact nothing from man that he has not exacted from himself. He himself has gone through the whole of human experience, from the trivial irritations of family life and the cramping restrictions of hard work and lack of money, to the worst horrors of pain and humiliation, defeat, despair, and death. He was born in poverty and suffered infinite pain, all for us, and thought it well worth his while, end quote. That tells me that in this busy time, no matter what you're feeling, no matter what you're going through, that you and I together can choose to think. We can think about God, his truth, Jesus Christ, the great light that has dawned, that wonderful counselor and the prince of peace who is with us 24-7 and who encourages us, guides us, and comforts us along the way. So as you're coming into this busy season of holiday gatherings, or maybe you're alone, and goodness knows I've been alone, and I know how that feels. I've done several episodes. You'll remember some of our past episodes on choosing to think when we're faced with loneliness or physically being alone and what does that mean and how do we handle that and how do we reframe that you can go back and check out some of those previous episodes but during this season my prayer is that God would flood your heart with his peace with his spirit you would sense the comfort you would be so aware of his presence in every nook and cranny of your life there is nothing that goes hidden with God nothing is hidden with him nothing goes unhidden I guess I should say it's all revealed and laid bare before him and guess what he loves you anyway and he loves you so much that he sent his son to die for you to be born in the condition in which he was born the reason we're celebrating this season and then ultimately 33 years later to die for you and to take it to take all of that upon himself so that you could have eternal life so that you would know the privileges of what it means to be a christian And I pray that 
you find comfort and joy and peace and hope and health despite all the externals. Now, speaking of those particular words, the peace and the joy and the hope and the health, all of that that is there for you, the freedom that's there for you. I tried to capture that and put it in a book. And my devotional, it's a 365-day devotional. It just released not even just a little bit over a week ago in paperback and in Kindle form on Amazon. And that was a work that took me months to put pen to paper there and months to configure that and and write it all down and each devotional it's 365 five minute devotionals and we start with a scripture passage and then we move into an I choose affirmation for example one says I choose peace I choose freedom I choose hope I choose health I choose joy. All of those are integral to what's going on. Those are the end results. That's what you will find when you choose to take thoughts captive. And you do it with God's help, of course. We can't do anything without Him. And when you find that your mind is being renewed, you are transformed through the renewing of your mind. It's happened for me, and I know it can happen for you. I'm so passionate about this topic that I decided to write this devotional in the first place. And this devotional will not only give you that target scripture passage and an I choose affirmation, but also a story or research like on the brain and health and our thoughts, our mindsets, our attitudes, our emotions, all of those I go into. And then from there, I ask two reflection questions, or you can use those for journal prompt question as journal prompt questions. They're great for accountability. One one friend said, "Hey, I'd like to do this with my sister. She and I talk every day, and I thought that would be a great thing to go over." So she and her sister, who lives in another state, they're going to actually do the devotional. And they're going to answer the thought questions every day. Those reflection, personal reflection questions, and they're going to share their answers with each other. Isn't that a great way to stay accountable and to get to know somebody better? And then finally, I end each day with a prayer. So it can take you from five minutes to however long you want to dig around and research on your own and answer your questions and write and journal. That all depends on you. You can do it on the fly and you can just kind of get that word in you and then go with it for that day. Or you can take a lot more time with it. I hope that you'll get a copy of this book and I hope that you'll give one to a friend or suggest it for your Sunday school class or small women's group because it is going to change lives. You can read some of the reviews that have already come in on Amazon as well as the folks who previewed the excerpts from the book before it was even ready to go and they wrote what they thought about it, including Jenny Owens who you may know her. She's been on the podcast and she is a Christian singer-songwriter astounding she just wrote a book herself and I was so delighted that I was able to talk with her about her book on the show and then she also wrote a 
quick blurb for my book as well for the devotional. And then my dear and beloved business coach, Megan Unsworth, Rebecca Wilcox, some of these folks you've heard on the podcast as well, who have said, you know what, this work can change lives. And I give you my signature seven step process, the seven R's for renewing your mind. And Nobody really wants a process. We want the end result, but I try to simplify it and make it very easy for you to know exactly how do I renew my mind? How can I have that transformation that really will impact my life on a day-to-day basis? And I can tell you if it's done it for me, it'll, if it works for me, I know it'll work for you. And I want this book to encourage your heart, to inspire you, especially if you're feeling stuck or maybe anxious or depressed like I was. This could be the start of something so wonderful in your life. So please get a hold of that book. I'll put the link in the show notes and... I just am so grateful that you're here today. If you have found anything uplifting and inspiration about these few minutes that we've spent here together, please share that with a friend. Share the link or if you're if you're actually listening to this on YouTube, if you could like, subscribe and share that link, it would be great. We're trying so hard to build our channel. We kind of keep ticking up one person at a time. I love the organic growth that we have experienced over this last year. So thank you so much for tuning in and for sharing this episode. Drop me a line at choose to think at gmail.com. I'm the one who gets those messages. And please remember that I do all of this because I also am a certified Christian life coach. That's kind of the idea here is that maybe you say, you know, Victoria, I like what you've been saying. I like how you do things. I'm really intrigued by your seven R's for living your best thought life and renewing your mind. And I need, I need to know more about that. So you and I can set up a thought strategy session. It's 60 minutes with me. And we just kind of go over these things. We try to get to the bottom of what's going on in your life. Now, what a coach does is we're very much forward focused and we let our clients really just guide the, the boat here and steer the, steer it. And, and, you know, you're steering the train and you're the conductor here really kind of just sharing, but I just can offer a little bit of clarity and I can really pick up on some thoughts that you may be having that are really toxic and are not helpful or healthy to you. And that session is actually complimentary. I do free, I do three thought strategy sessions a a month. That's what I can get into my schedule. And I would love to have a thought strategy session with you. You can go to my website, choose to think.co. That's .co. And of course, it's the number two in all of these, you know, my email address and my website. And you can read what one participant on a thought strategy session, what she had to say. You can also read about a coaching client. I would love to work with you just in the thought strategy session. That's completely free, no strings attached whatsoever. But from there, if you'd love, if you'd like to work with me, I would also love it on a one-to-one basis. So anyway, that's the scoop for this week. So hang in there, keep plugging along. And by God's good grace, you and I are going to keep living our best thought lives thought lives and we're going to keep choosing to think and let me close this out in prayer father in heaven may you and you alone receive the glory 
for this entire show, this podcast, every word that is spoken, every thought that we even have. Father, may you and you alone be glorified. I ask that you would up, that you would strengthen, and I'm trying to uplift, and that you would strengthen and uplift every single listener, especially if their heads are bowed low, that you would be the lifter of their heads, that you would whisper tenderly into their ears just how much you love them, and that you would remind them that you indeed are the Prince of Peace, and peace is what you are offering to them. In Jesus' name, amen. a wrap, brain changer. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Chao.